Joe, you had mentioned there were a couple of places where uh, stuff needed to come out. If you, Just that one spot where I kind of stumbled over my words. If you would um, do me a huge favor and give me an idea where that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> see, I'm going to get you edited eventually. It was before housekeeping. <laughs> see, there was this. See, what what what, what had happened was uh-huh. uh, I was I was saying some words, and then they, they didn't all come out at the same time. So it was like gobbly gobbly gook. Yep. I diligently marked every one of them. Oh, did you? Down in my mind. Oh. And I have politely, promptly forgotten. Yeah. Where was the, there was the one. It was towards the tail end. It was, it was, um, oh, it was when I lost my page. It was when mm-hmm. I lost my page. I pretty much listened to the whole show, so I'll, I'll likely catch them, but I mean, it's, if you could tell me where they are, that way I can a hundred percent. I know where it's at. Make sure it's to get it. Right. It's right after we finish uh, talking about the uh, tweak tool. It's right after we finish that. Is there an icon is, is there... in Audacity that shows me where that's at? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know. It's in hour seven, hour seven of our recording. That's about right. So if you should, that's about if you can right. find it in there. Let's keep going so we can play um, it back and find it. Yeah. 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 Let's, you know what? Let's scrap the whole just, thing. No, let's, let's just have it. a listening party right now and we'll just listen to the whole it. thing. Let's invite everybody. Here, I'm bringing in the whole group, all the right. whole Telegram group. All, right. all, eight, all three of these guys. Hello! Coming up in this episode, we're going to roll on into Arco. We're going to get our Plex on and pick January's distro, which is... Stick around! Hey there, and welcome to the Linux user space. I'm Joe. I'm Leo. I'm Dan. Well, guys, here we are. It's almost the end of the year, and this is our, la- this is our last episode of the year, isn't it? This will be the last one we release. Yes. I'm, I'm bad at math, and I'm, I'm even worse at calendars, so... Oh, okay. yeah. We'll no. take our word for it. Yeah. Yeah, this will be our final year release, and uh, good riddance 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I would not have believed that it's the end of the year. It was like 70-something degrees outside today. It was very really? nice. Oh, well, that sounds nice. Uh, hung out outside all day. Got me some vitamin D. You know that whole thing. Man, it wasn't that hot here. I th- yeah. think we made it into the upper thirties today. Oh wow, that's Fahrenheit too. You know, yeah, sweltering. Yeah, <laughs> it's been cold. Uh, so we had some some little kitties. Uh, they decided to shack up in my shed in the back. They found a little hole. Uh, mm. well, the mama cat did, and now we have more than that. Mm. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. More kitties. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's no uh, kitties in. Well, I guess there could be. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk about some Linux stuff. Not, so, not kitties, gremlins. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's now a little later than we normally start. And uh, it's because, uh, well, it's all Leo's fault. Leo, what? Hashtag in the world? blame Joe. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. We're going to blame DNS because it's always DNS. Every time. Always. It's always DNS. I don't know how many times in my life I've said that. It yeah. is always DNS. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I connected on today over Zoom, and we started talking about 
uh, or finalizing our decision on distros, you know, stay around, stick around, stick around, wink, wink. And I tried to go to Google to search something up. Well, that didn't work. And so I, I tried to hop on Twitter and that didn't work. But this whole time I'm on Zoom chatting to everybody. So I'm like, what is going on? Something died in the network and I have to figure out what it is. Dan called it right though. He said it's probably DNS and well, it's always DNS. So yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so I started looking around um, and I tried to SSH into my pie hole machine. That didn't work. And so yeah, there's there's uh, uh, step one in our troubleshooting extravaganza that yeah ultimately led to uh, me logging into my VM host, which hosts that box. Um, I get into it, and it's a string of errors, uh, a few halts here and there, and a few timeouts here and there, and I'm like, oh, no, something bad is happening, but none of this makes any sense. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe if I control alt F, uh, no. No, because I'm in Linux, logged into another Linux box, and for some reason I can't get um, the Control-Alt-F key to get shot to the Linux VM instead of my desktop. So every time I try to do it, it's like, hey, guess what? Here's uh, here's TTY number four for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that is not what I wanted. So anyway, I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going to bring it down hard and bring it back up. So I bring it down, and it has an error. And I'm like, what? Why, why would you have an error if I just, just ripped the plug out the back of you? And so I tried to turn it back on, and it was like, mm -mm, not going to do it. Nope. No. No. And I'm not like, going to do it. What is going on? So the first thing that came into my mind was, oh, no, my entire ESXi box is just crumbling to the ground. And this thing has been rock solid for years. So I'm like, what happened? And so I start poking around. I accidentally click on storage, and my 256 gig SSD pops up as zero bytes in a on usage. And I'm like, "What? <laughs> That's not good. This is this is not good." And so I go back to my VM and I look at its storage, and it says missing or disabled or something like that. And uh, and at that point, I knew that SSD is dead. Yep. So. I lost an SSD right before we started to record, and that just happened to be where my uh, VM of Pi-hole lived. Man down, Yeesh. man down. Yeah, see, and this is a good uh, a good reason to have just that you know Pi One sitting in the corner with Pi-hole installed on it. Uh, that way, you can just quickly make some changes. But yeah, in the interest of time, I just swapped my DNS to uh, Cloudflare's DNS and we're back up and running here locally. But yeah, after this, I'm gonna have to go fix that. Yeah, yeah it took 13 tries in the GUI, but uh, yeah, yeah to manually that's, take. That's another thing. <laughs> it's 2020, y'all. And for some reason, I can't make a change in the GUI of the network configuration. And it just, you know, is that. Just no, yeah. it will not do that. So I had to, uh, I made the change. I had to kill my network connection and bring it back up. I know everybody's nodding their head. Yeah, you have to do that. Yeah, but my, my thing is, why? Yeah. We, we, could, we could be past this, I bet. I imagine. Yeah. I bet there are other operating systems that are past this. I mean, I, we won't yeah. mention not, them. Not to, not to point fingers, but BSD is out there. I, I don't know. Do they do that? I don't, I don't know what they do. Does anybody? Hey, somebody who uses BSD, let us know how your network. Yeah, can uh, can take. you can you make changes like that on the fly? Dan well, and I were talking about it. Netplan will allow you to do that, yep. but you typically don't get Netplan. On yeah, you only get that on your server. So pretty yeah. much. So yeah. 
Had my server not crumbled into dust because of a broken SSD, I might have been able to make the change there. Well, speaking of hardware problems, uh, or I, I wouldn't say problems, I'd say... Oh, I'd say it's a problem. It sounds yeah, like a problem. That, that is a... DNS is a problem. Uh, we had fun talking last week in our prep meeting about... Uh, I I stumbled upon... I saw a line outside yeah. of a store, and I thought, hmm, it's an electronics store. I want to go stand in line. I wonder what they got. So it was early one morning on a Friday, and I saw a line outside of Micro Center in Atlanta, and I thought, there's only one reason fools are standing outside a line at Micro Center this you early in the morning. wanted that free $10 drone. Drone? Drone. 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 Must be a free drone. No, no. They had got a shipment from AMD and NVIDIA on some processors uh, and some video cards. So I thought, oh, let me go stand in this line. Let's see what happens. So I got in line. Anyways, by the time I got up there, I was able to walk out with a um, 6800 uh, AMD video card and a 5800X. Is that what it is? 5800X AMD GPU. Nice. Um, so great. Uh, I put those together, built my machine in the next couple of days, I think Monday, Tuesday last week, and got it together. So here I have like... I even got like the 4.0 M.2, like I've got 4,000 megahertz RAM, I've got the latest X570 motherboard, I've got a 850 watt power supply, like I'm ready to roll. Yeah, that should just hover hover on the floor, you know, about three inches off the floor. <laughs> uh, yes, ready. I am going to just kill some FPSs, right? So um, anyways, get it all hooked up, running good. Uh, this is my work box. so. First thing that goes on the workbox is Windows, of course. Mm, um, sad. Because it's what I got. It's, it's just what it is, guys. So, but my problem has nothing to do with Windows, thankfully. Uh, so I get it going and I uh, do all my updates, get everything in there. And I thought, okay, great. 12 hours later. So I fire up uh, Forza, which is like a racing racing game, racing simulator. So it's, you know, it's it's not the, I don't know most taxing but it's I mean, it's got taxing. some decent graphics to it yeah 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 good i mean yeah so uh fired up get running and boop computer turns off and i thought well now i'm expecting blue screen with text all over it when it boots back up but nope just boots right up to the login screen nothing i go interesting get in there it's like okay well let me put on some uh you know i put all the hood up basically to give me my temperature and specs and everything while it's running. So I fire up the game again, boop, five, six minutes in, shuts off. So dig and dig and dig, can't find anything. And it was your cat the whole time hitting the power button. <laughs> right. <laughs> was that DNS too? Uh, yeah. Probably. I consult, uh, even consult uh, people. I consulted you guys even just chit-chatting and Dan swore it was the power supply. I didn't um, swear. Well, you don't swear. You're actually you're right. pretty, yeah, you're not a swear guy. But uh, but yeah, you did uh, you did say that would be one place to look. And I did. I checked. I tested everything. I got in the next day. I tested everything out. Um, so in, in Windows, one thing that is, I think, a nice thing is a lot of the uh, motherboards now, there's a little trigger, basically, when you install Windows. It's like, hey, I'm a MSI or I'm an Asus or I'm a whatever. Download my utilities if you want it. You can hit yes. So I, I had done it because it's nice to tell you where you're at um, uh, with your firmware and mm -hmm. everything else. So I, I put that in early and I did all the updates through it. And it's nice because you don't have to do anything from the BIOS and this and that. So 
I, uh, the next day I look in and I'm like, you know what? Let me look in the log. There's gotta be something cause it's still doing it. And I was getting like, the only way it wouldn't do it is if I went down to 30 frames per second at like medium settings. And that, that is not what you want to do. Well, that's totally with, what you paid all that money for. Right. <laughs> you got all this money for this new order. So I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what is going on? I'm Googling, Googling. I'm, I'm furiously Googling, like angrily Googling. Like, what is wrong with this thing? This is the only acceptable uh, acceptable time to have uh, blue switches in a keyboard. That way, right. you know, you can <laughs> hear <laughs> the fury. So I find one... What? And I mean, I literally was just rolling my finger through Reddit and I find this one post. It's always the one. Yep. Yeah. Because I did find this error and it was a, it was a, a core error. So I thought, man, maybe I got a bad processor or, a, or my motherboard. Like maybe it's just, you know, you know, the, I'm going to have to RMA this thing, which then that's annoying because it's yeah. like holiday time, right? RMA, like I'm not getting this thing back anytime soon. No. February 3rd. Yeah, so baby. The guy goes. <laughs> On the Reddit post, he's like, did you check your BIOS updates? And the guy's like, yes. He's like, check them again. Because I had this problem and it was a problem. And I'm thinking, well, this doesn't apply to me because I already did all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not be lazy as I've been. And I'm going to go to Asus website and I'm going to look at the version. And then I'm going to look at mine and I'm going to look at my version. Yeah. I was like, like way out on the BIOS. And uh, so I downloaded the BIOS, popped it in, did it manually, did it the old school way. See, now now here's the thing. Does your motherboard have the, uh, put the bin on the USB, plug the USB in, and it's got like an easy flash utility built in? Yes, it does. That is does not have. even the hard way, Well, way. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The, well, the easy, the easy button was doing it in Windows. Like right. just hit the easy button. So I, that's what I mean by being lazy. I refuse to do that because... Like if I'm sweating, if I'm yeah. sweating because every single time it's always like, don't touch it, don't look at it, don't yeah, breathe yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, right. Don't breathe Nothing. on the bias. Because yeah. if it reboots or you lose power, then the whole thing is gone, right? So I'm You're like, done. if I'm going to have to feel that, I'm going to go yes. into that, you know, old DOS looking mode Oof. or whatever, right. you know, with 16 colors and, you know, let it crawl across. The, when I had to do it the old way, I mean like two years old like yeah <laughs> oh i'm i'm just i'm, I'm just not talking 10 you. years old 15 years I, I do remember those days those days those With the floppy I do re- disc yeah, yeah flop exactly <laughs> i remember running the floppies and and up to, yeah some no, sort oh, of yeah. DOS mode crazy mm. nonsense now, now now it's gotten so easy like the in the easy flash the bios like you can each even go like sub folders like, oh, do you yeah. remember, like, you had to unzip it a, a certain way, and the folders had to be in a certain hierarchy, or yep. it wouldn't see yep. the file. Anyways, they were I got very it there. I, finicky. I, I run it. It takes 10 minutes. I boot that sucker back up, uh, run it, and I'm like, ultra settings. Everything's running. Like, I, the grass is blowing. I can see droplets of dew, and everything's running great. So, uh, noob corner, we're going to call this. Noob and, corner. Uh, as someone who has built, I don't know. A hundred computers, like I, I, I can't even, I can't even say, I, like I'm literally just a lot, a lot of computers that I felt so stupid, like I couldn't believe that it was something I thought I had done, but because I took the easy button instead of doing my due diligence, I was frustrated for no reason, really, for a couple of days. And check your BIOS, guys, when you're building a new machine, especially if you're using state-of-the-art processors and. The video cards. Yeah, I, I think I get to I, I get to shirk a lot of this because uh, I tend to not buy stuff 
you know, as soon as it comes right. out. This is more of a, I'm a six-monther kind of guy. Yeah. So, yeah, most of the motherboards that I get, I guess, have a higher version on the BIOS because I've never run into that, which is... Yeah, I, I thought it would have, but the BIOS that was in there was from September and the mm-hmm. one that had just been released. Now, mind you, it had just been released the day before. Oh, wow. Right. Like, the day, I may, you know, maybe it checked and maybe just something hadn't updated in that local software. I don't know. It was there, but had I gone and checked. You rip it open and, and like the URL was wrong. So it was like, yeah, right. nope, didn't find anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, nope, nothing there. But uh, anyways, so uh, <laughs> note to all you kids, check your BIOS. But if it's working, don't touch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. Arco Linux. Wait, you guys you, ready you for this? You did Arco? I did Arch. What? Oh. Oh, whoops. Oh, did I get it wrong? No. Nah. Man. All right, let's just shut it down. Let's do oh. this over. <laughs> know, we'll start over. All right. The distro for January is Arco Linux. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding, guys. No, we had a, a whole month with Arco, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure we have some thoughts. Absolutely. But as is our custom, we are going to go way, actually not that far back because it's, it's, it's fairly new. Um, but we're going to go back a little bit because interestingly enough, um, Arco Linux, so in January 2017, so we're what, four years ago next month? Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. yeah actually. Four years ago, it did not exist. It's interesting. <laughs> did not exist yet. At least, at least the name and perhaps the purpose of it. It may have existed somewhere in uh, Eric Dubois' mind back there. Maybe he was working on it, but it was not out yet. So, in order to kind of get the background on Arco Linux, we have to go back a few steps. Um, we have to go back all the way to Crunchbang. You guys know about Crunchbang. Yep. It's the hotness right now. Mm, oh, wait. Maybe not so much no, now. Not so much. Uh, no, not the hotness anymore. Uh, Crunchbang was eventually uh, abandoned in 2015. But prior to that, it was uh, built on Ubuntu, uh, later based on Debian. And it was a distribution that was featuring this custom open box window manager in lieu of a a desktop environment. So yep. you you were working with this open box window manager um, and that was the environment you were working in. Um, after Crunchbang had ended, well, then you get into Bunsen Labs and we've all heard of Bunsen Labs still yeah. running strong, sitting out there. And they had carried on this simplistic, lightweight approach uh, forward and it's uh, still, again, being actively developed. Well, out of Bunsen Labs, light bulb went off in somebody's head and they said, hey, what if we took Crunchbang slash Bunsen Labs, the same lightweight style, because it seems to be working well. And let's throw it on Arch because that's always the challenge, right? It's like, hey, let's, let's get, it's working well. Let's throw it on. Let's you know, see if we can break but, it. <laughs> let's see if we can break it. But no, uh, probably a good idea, right? Because now you've got the, you, you, you've got this lightweight uh, environment, but it is up to date. So your packages are, are fresh and everything. You've got access to the AUR. Um, all of that's working. So that's where we see Arch Labs come into play. Now, um, Arch Labs, who took, again, what Bunsen Labs was doing on Debian, put it onto Arch. After that, from there came another distribution, uh, which we have been working on, which is Arco. And the reason Arco came about was because there was some uh, 
discrepancies as far as direction they wanted to go. So um, the guys uh, over at Arch Labs, they're, they wanted to keep that same, again, simple, focused, uh, light environment. But uh, Eric and Matthew, uh, Matthew Dobson, who was, uh, they kind of had some creative differences and went their separate directions. Um, Eric Dubois ended up uh, splitting off and starting up what is was called Arch Merge Linux. And the idea there was that Arch Merge, um, so he was taking Openbox, which was already, uh, they had been working with, and then he was mixing in XFCE and i3, the window manager. And when you did that install, you merged... <laughs> Arch merge, get it? Mm-hmm. Um, you merge that, and that's what you were. That's what you had out of the gate. It gave you a few options to kind of get your arch feet wet, so to speak. Um, and their i are their goals there were to teach, to encourage growth, uh, help users learn, and not just Arch, but Linux as a whole, and 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 then also the desktop environment. You have XFCE, i3, so it they, they, completely different directions, right? We can kind of see how. Those those two don't line up uh, where Matthew was heading in one direction, keep it simple, stupid kind of philosophy of, of we've got this this plan. And Eric's like, I've got another plan. And, and it, uh, this is where this is how we end up with um, Arch Merge. Now, uh, they start adding more desktop environments as a possibility, and they come up with Arch Merged <laughs> Linux. <laughs> and <laughs> they just threw a D on it. Yeah, like, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, and I get it. Like it's it's kind of like a play on like, oh, we've merged like it's like it's been done, son. Like we've merged it. So like I get that. Um yep. Arch Labs had started in January twenty seventeen. So I just want to give an idea of the time frame here. From January twenty seventeen to the end of twenty seventeen, November, that's how long it took, less than a year for their creative differences to occur. Wow. So you're talking about 10, 11 months uh, at most. And then now from 2018, in February 2018, that's when Arch Merge comes out. Mm-hmm. So now you're just a couple of months from this uh, this split there. So all of the name changing and, and that um, in, in February, at the end of February 2018, Eric has uh, an announcement that he makes. Uh, I learned very quickly. If you want to know anything about what Eric's up to, YouTube. Yeah. That's where you will find him. <laughs> most, most, most of the times I would have Googled for a press release. I didn't even bother. I'm like, here it is. Boom. Right there. He's got a YouTube video on it and it's ready to go. Uh, Arco and YouTube are synonymous. Uh, there's, I mean, we're getting into that later, but just uh, uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, the amount of content uh, that is there. But uh, they kind of talk about how he, he talks about in this video again from February 2018, what his vision is and where they're trying to go and what he outlines there uh, slightly. But if you go to their website, you can really see it uh, play out is they have this phased approach to learning Linux and eventually Arch, the Arch way. So rather unique, I think, as we'll find the way this positions itself, because I think most distros, they, they, you install, so you don't install Manjaro to learn how to install Arch the Arch way, right? You install right. Manjaro because it's Arch the easy way. <laughs> uh, Endeavor OS, it's Arch the the easier way. Like they're, they're, they've added in some kind of niceties that make make it to where you, you have 
mostly the latest packages and everything else. You get, you get to kind of live on the edge, but there's really not as much danger of falling off the cliff uh, as much as just being straight arch. Whereas Arco, their path, uh, we'll, we'll go through their six phases real quick. Um, phase one is uh, install the Arco Linux ISO which includes that XFCE, i3, and open box, so that Arch merge, so to speak. And this is where you get your Arch Linux feet with. They have kind of a nice base package. They've got the apps already in there. So let's say this is the, for lack of a better term, the Ubuntu-fied uh, Arch, right? Like it's just, it's a package. It's, yeah. it's, it's I, I wouldn't even say it's Manjaro. It's ready it's, to go. It, maybe right it's a little Manjaro-ish. Yeah, just it's go. Kind of, there you go. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going and, and to- And you don't get that, that weird two-week lag either. This is, this yes. is- from the Arch repos and all that, right? right? It is. Yeah. Yes. So you're this fresh. is this is Arch packaged yeah. up for you. Like yes. Pure yeah. Arch. So, and it's it's a good way to get your feet wet because Arch, when we you know when we talk about Arch, I, I say I don't know if you guys experience, but like Arch was the thing you conquered at some point when mm-hmm. I was getting into Linux. It was like, I and mean, maybe for others it's Gen two or I don't know something else, but Arch for me was like. Ooh, one day I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it the, the arch way, you know, yeah. uh, especially before we had the Entergoses and the Endeavor OSs and before Manjaro had really hit big, like arch was like this thing you wanted to conquer. And it was a lot of just flipping through wiki and going through the arch wiki and, you know, and then a lot of, a lot of uh, sometimes unpleasant people telling you to go read things. So <laughs> this kind of peels that back. And really has a phased approach to say, by the end of this, you can do it the archway. Phase two, they have this uh, Arco Linux D ISO, which is a minimal install using Calamari's. And it allows you, they, they, have, they have written some custom scripts and a few other things um, where you can still take those original three environments, but you can then learn how scripting perhaps impacts pulling in your packages and, and getting those things ready and getting you all set up to go. Phase three is you grab that same Arco Linux D ISO, again, a minimal install, but now it's focused on um, education and installing more desktop environments. They're saying, hey, we've got all these environments. So now you're not just XFCE, you're not just I3, go out and get it, buddy. And here's all the desktops and it's, uh, we'll go through it. It's it's uh, quite the list. Phase four now we switch to a different ISO. This is the Arco Linux B ISO. And in the Arco Linux B, this is the build your own ISO, like the bring your own beer. Mm-hmm. This is the bring your own ISO. Um, you decide what to install, what you don't want to do, what, you know, all the packages, your decision, and then they help you to wrap it into your own ISO, basically your own Linux, um, well, a, a stepped approach right. uh, of that ISO. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, that's phase four. Now, phase five, now that you've gone through that process, it's, okay, install Arch the Arch way. This is it. Uh, no more hand-holding, but amazing video holding, by the way. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I just cannot stress the the effort that has gone into making this such a simple process. There's a, there's an are. ocean of videos. Ocean. Um, the, yeah. This yeah. I, I don't know how many I watched, but enough. There's some <laughs> yes. really yes. great, um, you know, blog post web page is to go along with all of that as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we'll hit all that as well. Um, we'll hit this uh, last phase then. 
So after you've done Arch the Archway, got everything to your liking, phase six, the final phase is they want you to work on building your own Arch-based ISO um, called, they call it Carly or Customized Arch Linux ISO. So not just building from scratch, but actually packaging up your own Dan Simmons ISO and now you've got it uh, set up and built. Dan so, Simmons OS, here it comes. That's it. Yeah, maybe Man, not. You let it out of the bag, Lee. <laughs> uh, January's Spoiled uh, it. January's e- Dan yeah. Sadly disappointed you will be. Uh, it's based on Debian Debian Stable 3.1. No, no, no. And it's got, <laughs> and, and it's got uh, LXQT in it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. LXQ. You can have any desktop you want as long as it starts with L, middle X, Q, and T. Yeah, that, that's for you. It's <laughs> Dan's. Um, but yeah, it's essentially a handheld journey into Arch. And that's, that. I really just, I, I couldn't really get over it. As I was digging into this, I'm just like, man, I don't think this is unlike anything out there. No, there's um, nothing like that it. That I've nothing. seen. I haven't seen anything. Um, and the well, fact that it wasn't on my radar at, at very much, like I, I'd heard about it, but not, this is, I mean, phenomenal. What well, how many distros attempted. out there set out to make sure that people don't stay. That, that's because that's what Arco's right. doing. I guess, They're right. quite Essentially, literally in five yeah. steps showing you exactly how to leave Arco. <laughs> yes, so but exactly. but I think that's that's it's awesome. That is, yeah. I think, one of the best things about getting to know a teacher. He does not expect you to stay around forever because there's only so much that he can teach you. And yeah. eventually you're going to have to branch out and learn things on your own and do stuff by yourself. And that's, that's exactly where he leaves you at phase five. Yeah. He's like, there it is. You've, you've done it the arch way. There's nothing left for me. I mean, you can watch the videos and learn some cool things, but you know, you won't be doing that on Arco. You'll be doing that on arch. 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 So, right. Yeah. It just, right. yeah. It's, it's you very You now unique. have a badge. You can go to the arch wiki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can now go leave comments. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, every step of this process, it, it just, it rung to me, you know, think about the ambition that this is an ambitious project because if you don't follow through that, you know, again, we're going to talk about how many videos there are later, but the follow through is insane because now you're talking about, you're, you're not just putting, putting together a distro because that they are doing that. But you're you're developing a training program, and anybody who's ever worked on any type of content, if you're a teacher or whatever, I, I used to train teachers to do technology, and I'm going to tell you the worst part was creating the documentation and sitting yeah, with yeah. my development team, and they're like, "All right, move the mouse here because we're going to do a screenshot, and then we're going to move to this document." Move and the this mouse and that. where? Yeah, yeah. Oh, which screen was that on? Hang on, my computer's off. Give me just a minute. It is, uh, it's it's a a long process. You gotta love it. You gotta love what you're doing. And and what it shows for me is just that Eric here um, and his team there. Again, I, I, he's kind of the name. If you go in their Telegram chat, like he's on, he is on it, on it, and answering questions left and right. But he has a not passion not only for Linux, not only for open source, but for education, yes. for community. Um, and just the the effort, the focus, the dedication, the skill, and the patience to pull something like this off. And it's good, right? It's not like I kind of was thinking like when I'm to be honest, like when I get I'm like 
okay, like, is this going to be hokey? Like, eh, you, you ever seen those, like, mm-hmm. uh, those training programs? I don't remember. I remember when I was like a teenager, like, ah, oh, learn photography and five videos steps. Right. And like, you know, like you could write out of the back of a magazine. Like, this isn't that. No, it is like, not. These are legit. You will learn. I learned uh, a lot, just little tidbits picking up uh, here and there. So um, definitely an ambitious project. And I feel like they've delivered quite, quite the product. I agree. I tried to build the hype train and, and get Joe on board. And he's he's always very hesitant to listen to me. But this <laughs> this time he, he reluctantly <laughs> went along with it. And uh, I'm happy to see him pleasantly uh, surprised. Well, look, th- this is this is the way. Uh, so I, I think what ends up happening is so for me, I've done the whole arch thing before and uh, stupidly chose Deepin as the very first <laughs> DE I was going to install. A great one on to start arch. With. Good job by you, Leo. Yeah, no, that didn't work. No. But anyway, so so you know, you go through the whole process. I got Gnome on there, and I I think for me, Arco might be where you come back around to a little bit. Where yeah, I've done it. I've uh, you know. It, you, I don't know if you want to set up those scripts every time and have them run every single time, every time you want to install your machine. And, you know, that may not happen very often, but if you're a distro hopper or somebody that wants to change things up a whole lot, but you still want to live on that on that arch edge, I mean, this is the way to do it. Yeah. It, well, this mm. is one way to do it. There are, what, three or four or five other arch uh, spinoffs. Sure. But, I mean, this has some niceties in it that I think are just fantastic and might bring you back so you might leave and do the do things all archy for a while and then come back because i might this is pretty good it's also nice to just have it done for you yeah well yeah yeah, Yeah, that's kind of what i'm getting at (laughs) yeah Yeah. sometimes Um, cobbling it all together is just a little too much yeah it's definitely an experience that i i mean i've done it i know uh you guys have done it i i would highly recommend anybody who not your first foray into no, Linux? No, no, or like, maybe not. We are not. No, we're not. T- I'm not. I'm not talking to you, uh, guy that just got here. Um, hang out for a little while. You know, go go do go take the Linux tour that we all took. Um, check out you know the Ubuntu's. Check out Fedora. Check out OpenSUSE. Check out even Manjaro. Like check check those out. But when you feel like you're ready to learn how to install Arch and you don't want to go print off a bunch of wiki pages, or maybe you just like pain, or, or yeah. maybe, but you want to learn, <laughs> you want to learn why modules load and how you, you want to understand how the software makes the hardware talk to the operating system and how the drivers get loaded and all. You wanted to go through all that and understand each piece of your machine, which is is a great learning experience. And you will know a ton about uh, Linux and computers when you're done. This is an excellent place to start, an excellent place to go yep. do that. When you're ready to be serious about learning, this, this is the way to go, I think. I mean, when you install Ubuntu, you don't think about which bootloader you're installing, you know, I mean, Grub, uh, EFI, you don't think about any of that stuff. It just does. And so this yeah. makes you think about what you have and how you get it to work. And so it, it's a planning process. And it they give you the tools to do your own research. So it's more than just handing you a cookbook of, here you go. Uh, this is... Here's how you research the methods to get it installed and maintained. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and now what's really cool, um, I think we all um, quickly found and started playing with the Arco Linux tweak tool. That's pretty uh, cool. Leo, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Let me get my screenshots. Hang on. <laughs> so the tweak tool, right? So this is something that Arco Linux packages in um, for all of the Bs. If you go grab one of the B ISOs, um, it's in the plain Arch. Uh, I'm, not, I'm sorry, the Arco Linux ISO. So this is just something that you get when you come over to Arch, uh, Arco Linux. I keep saying Arch, but they're so close. So it, close. There's even an so A in everything. Yeah. But uh, these are just some of the cool things that Arco does for you. Like their welcome screen, uh, the very first thing that you see when you get into the Arco Tweak tool is the auto start stuff. So it's got a, it's got a few things that it that it starts up like variety and for me I had uh, the the one that I was using the most was UKUI so it had a, a flash disk app that would come up and then of course the Arco Linux welcome app so uh, that was just a nice little touch that way if if you wanted you know I'm more I'm more pure you just flip them all off yep. and remove them from the list if you just never want them to come back but I tended to like the welcome app popping up every single time. Yeah, it wasn't fancy, but boy, it was effective. Well, the the thing that I liked to do was just click the update mirrors thing. Oh, that was mm -hmm. nice. Yes. I know that, that the mirrors don't change that often, but I mean, you click a button, close the box and don't think about it again. Well, and you definitely want to do it the first time you boot. Right, right. So it it's presented for you right there, right in front of you so you can just push it and move on. But it was fantastic because uh, one of the videos that I was watching, and you know, I'm not extremely familiar with Arch. I've never had an Arch install for more than just a few months. So um, there are game-breaking changes that come down periodically where, you know, oh, all the mirrors got updated or some of the mirrors changed and you will try to go and update and it's just going to throw out about 7 million errors at you. And you're like, what is 404? And, you know, if you don't do some of these things, uh, you can end up in, if you wait long enough, a fully broken state. So there, there's some care and feeding there. And the fact that the button that would solve more than half of the issues that you would run into is just there yeah. is so nice. And, you know, it gets you into that mindset of, oh, yeah, I probably should update those mirrors. And when you're ready to do that, when you're ready to swap to the terminal, you can. Mm -hmm. And that's literally just the command. I don't know if this is an Arco command or an Arch command, but mirrors. Is that an Arco thing? It might be an Arch command. I feel command. like it would just be I'm an Arco sure. thing, but maybe it's yeah. Arch. It might be an alias to something. R maybe. But when you type in mirrors, it's the, the equivalent of clicking that button. Mm -hmm. So that way you kind of you ease into the feel of the terminal and, and doing things there. But uh, – Anyway, that, that ended up just being a thing about uh, the Welcome app, which is fantastic. But uh, So you keep moving down the list of the Tweak tool, and you find the desktop installer. And oh boy, is there a lot of power in this. <laughs> this one is kind of scary, because you can quite literally, they've got like 20-something DEs that you can choose. Some are tiling windows, some are full-fledged, you know, minimize everything, kind of, you know, plasma, like, like that. Um, but you can just easily easily just go in and press oh yeah cool i want that one install right and well it looks good 
until you open the hood and start rummaging around again. <laughs> so you'll go, you know, I want awesome. I want BWS PM or whatever it is. I want plasma. I want gnome. I want budgie. I want, I want, I want, I want. And then you realize you've got 18 different file managers on your on your machine. <laughs> and you can't remove them. Nope. And yeah, because you'll, you'll break one of them. You'll break right. one of your desktops. So, you know, be selective. But yeah, you, you really can just go in and just say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a tiling window manager right now. Let's go try i3. And I mean, that, that was quite literally my thought process. I really wanted to do UK UI, so I did. But then I was like, uh, let's try i3 again. I remember I had, an, I had a good time with Regolith. So I did that. Just pick it from the dropdown, click install, done. That is all you have to do. And then you can log out, choose it in the little dropdown, and log back in, and you are on i3. All carpal tunnel, weird <laughs> twister hand motion. Gymnastics for your fingers. You're there. Okay, here comes the hate mail, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But that, I think, is just, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's, again, just an easy way to roll into this idea that, uh, you know, it's, it's all arch, right? You can have it all yeah. if you want, but here's a way to make it easy for you. Um, grub themes, the next one down. Uh, okay, so I read this wrong the very first time that I came up to it. Uh, it says grub themes, not desktop backgrounds. Oh. And so I open it up and I click on one and I click apply and I'm like, why didn't it change? Nothing happened. It's broken. <laughs> it's broken. What? This is and so hot I, garbage. I, yeah. you, right? And so I ended up making a few other changes, ended up updating my kernel as well. So I was yeah, like, okay, reboot. reboot. Yeah. Well, I rebooted and oh, it was all pretty for some reason. And then it struck me. Oh, those weren't desktop wallpapers. Those are grub themes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they give you a grub themerizer. I don't know what you call that, but yeah, yeah grub theme selector. And they've got some really cool arch themed ones. Um, they've got a little Space Invaders one, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, and, and certainly you could just add your own. So they make that really easy for you. H blocker. There's another one. I love this. Speaking of my dead DNS server, uh, HBlocker behaves a lot like Pi-hole, but it's local. You check the box or you flip it on, update the, uh, the what do you call it, the, like the DNS list, yep. the host lists that, that they use to block. And then you get to enjoy the same lists that everybody that's over here talking about how awesome Pi-hole is, if it's not on a dead SSD, um, <laughs> is, right? And it's just, it's pretty fantastic, right? So, I mean, you know, ads are just poof. Yeah, out like of on existence. your laptop, you're taking it with you. So you don't have to worry about yes. pointing to some special DNS server somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's one thing about Pi-hole that you don't normally get um, unless you're running it in some kind of weird VM kind of situation. Yeah, or VPN you don't get to back take it with to you. it or something. But yeah, this is, right. take it with you. Exactly. So HBlock is fantastic. Turn it on, update those lists, and just enjoy uh, less malware, less tracking, and less ads, man. You don't get rid of all of them, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, cutting down, yeah. that's good. You get rid of some of them, yeah. and you can feel good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. Uh, right, mm-hmm. exactly. 100% right? of your breath will kill me, Yeah, 96% will still kill me, but 5% of your breath, and I might survive. I'll take 5%. Yeah. Yeah. So- there's also light DM auto login. So this is quite literally just, you know, choose the DE that you want, turn it on, apply. 
And that way you don't have to present a password. It just drops you in there. But you'll hit the uh, the old dreaded wallet reminder. Hey, uh, you didn't log in. Give yeah. me your wallet password so I can open up your Firefox. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, right? I wasn't excited about that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I've just gotten used to over the years just typing a password in. So I didn't, yeah. It's, I did not mess with this setting, but either way, still good. Um, the NeoFetch editor, because that's what we love to do. Because wow. if you're running edit Arch, NeoFetch. <laughs> the, the number one thing that you do when you run any variant of Arch is go post your NeoFetch all over the internet so everybody knows that you run Arch, right? That's that's exactly what you do. Hey, Reddit and it's is a script already, right? waiting for you. It is. Is a script it, right. already running? I launched the terminal. I'm like, yes. Well, that was cool. <laughs> exactly because because Arco understands that you just want to show people your NeoFetch, right? Yeah, so that's it. This is one thing that you can do. So they have a NeoFetch <laughs> editor where you check all the boxes or uncheck the boxes of information that you want to see on that screen. So, so you can hide that it's Arco Linux and just you pretend can. It's Arch? And speaking <laughs> of, you, it- you might be able to see that tweet that I put out there, which is uh, uh, I did a tweet of uh, UK. UI did the Arco thing, but I used Windows 10 as the image for oh, NeoFetch. Because it really does, like those <laughs> icons really do look um, uh, very Windows 10 uh, So not, not Linux FX style, but real close. Real close. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives you that Windows vibe. Nice. So NeoFetch Editor, fantastic little tool if you want to kind of configure how NeoFetch presents your info. And then Pac-Man, Configuration Editor. This is what repos do you want? Now, Manjaro kind of gives you this in their PayMac thing uh, mm. where you can flip them on, flip them off. But this is just external to the package manager, um, the, the package manager GUI. So it's just in the tweak tool. So all the Arco Linux repos are, uh, are available. You can go in and add in the Arco test or the Arch Linux test, or the Arch Linux community, or multi-lib, or there are a couple that I was not brave enough to turn on. I don't know what they are, but Heftor's repo and Bobo's repo. I don't know what packages you're pulling out of there, but they sound fun. Bobo? It better be clown theme. Yeah, that's that's probably what it is. It's like a clown-based plasma theme comes out. Maybe try (laughs) that in a virtual machine first yeah well you know i i don't know how long i'll stay with arco but the moment i decide to get rid of it i'm just going to turn on that repo and try to pull everything <laughs> from it and we'll just see what happens get everything yeah and uh it, it's it's a real easy way to add custom repos to pacman.conf as well so yeah again just it's it's a gooey ease in mm-hmm. to how things are really done underneath uh underneath all the covers in arch then termite. So now, who I, I don't know if you use termite outside of Arco. Is, is termite an Arco thing or I've is used it... termite before, but not okay. very often. So it's not. Got it. Well, this is a place where you go. Uh, still in the tweak tool, a little further down. Termite themes. Mm-hmm. So you can go in and change the termite themes, mm-hmm. like in Plasma, where you would normally like right click yeah. and edit profile and choose your stuff. You do that here in the tweak tool for termite. Uh, in uh, as opposed to you know in the menu in console or yeah. in uh, gnome terminal yeah gnome terminal yeah and for i3 and awesome there's a theme switcher that's i mean that is what it is and then you've got uh, a zish theme switcher mm-hmm. so if you're using zsh uh, as your shell uh, this is an easy way to change up your themes if that's what you like so 
I mean, just tons. That that that's that is the Arco Linux Tweak tool. It's got tons of stuff to make your stay in Arco way better. And they are not shy about telling you how the sausage is made. No. So that I think is probably the best part about Tweak Tool is that yeah, it's not blinding you from anything. It's just making it easy. Yeah, and it it fits. I felt like it fit everything that was mm-hmm. there. Um, it didn't feel out of place. Um, I tried it on a couple of different, I I don't know how many DEs I ended up with, but my list is long on the right side of the screen. And so is your file manager list. But, uh, but, but the nice thing is like that, the whole point of this, and that's what, you know, again, if you take it back to that phased approach, a phase one and phase, you know, the first part of the phase two, it's to explore. And now I can install, like, you're not going to use this. Like if you are, have decided this is, I want KDE and I want, uh, maybe I do want to use Arco, but I want KDE. You're not going to use this. Like you, you don't need all the, uh, even from the get-go, out of the gate, you're going to have the XFC i3 and open right. box. You, if you do nothing else, you have those three. So, so you're not going to go this route and, and need that tool for, for installing desktop environments. You're going to do it a more traditional way, or just, I think they have the ISOs right? they do. ready for them. Um, so you'll just download that ISO, but this is for that education. Mm-hmm. Like, huh, what, what is a window manager? Right. Huh? Let, let me try because you know, doing it the archway when you're ripping out desktop environments and at you, look, you might as well start over at some point because you are, you, you have ripped out too much or added in too much or something didn't go well. It's not a good, well, a good plan. This, you can add them in, you can play yeah. and then you can just reinstall once you well, figure it out. Let's face it. Like a window manager isn't for everybody. And it's not a great place to jump right in. So having, you know, a window manager alongside with a traditional desktop environment is probably not a bad thing so that you have something to fall back onto when you can't quite figure out how the window manager works. When you forget those key combinations. Yeah, well, that, a lot of them. See, that, that was a big thing for me. That's that's exactly why I started with UKUI mm-hmm. and slowly yep. kind of moved into I3 a little bit. Not a bad point. And then once my once once my fingers were all contorted in really horrible ways, I moved back to UKUI. <laughs> <laughs> right. Once once the arthritis made it so I can't yep. pop no more. I swear yeah, I heard it's... somebody say that uh, tiling window managers were a way to uh, combat repetitive stress injuries. And I'm like, uh, that's the way that you create them. Did, did you see like control shift R? Just like the kind of stretching you have to do with one hand to make that yeah. stuff happen, well, man. Yeah, it reminds me of how small my hands are. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Window managers are not for me at, at all. I knew it going in. Yeah. I have much respect for those who are into it, like. Mr. Simmons, yeah. who has now moved from the LXQT team to the awesome right. team uh, that he works for. There's <laughs> applications out there right now, folks. Hey, so you do get to use both hands, whereas most of the desktop environments, you're only putting the one hand on, on your mouse probably most of the time. So I guess you do get a little extra You exercise. don't operate your mouse with two hands? I don't need to do that. What kind no, of weirdo are it's you? It's not that big. That's, it's pretty that's small. weird, man. Like, well, yeah, when, when, the, when the situation was like, you know, control you alt and an arrow key <laughs> or control alt and a, you know, yeah. something on the right hand half of the keyboard, I was great because it was only, you know, it was two keys on the left and one or two keys on mm. the right. I was, I was golden. But, you know, some of these are just like control, shift, tab, one, two, and five. And you're like... <laughs> Vulcan mind meld sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And some were just uncomfortable to do. 
where it was all on the left hand side, but I had to bring my right hand over to do that, whatever that was. And th- those are kind of the little sore spots that I'm sure you get used to. And it- like, I don't, I don't think a month was long enough. No, and it probably depends on your keyboard layout, too, right? Everybody's keyboard. Like, you look oh, at those they, extra oh, keys, like the shift I and the control. I didn't even think about that. They're not in the same place everywhere on every keyboard. So, right? you know, having them You're straight in line right. your, on your keyboard, they might not be on another keyboard. Uh, that's It's my keyboard. I knew it's all it your wasn't keyboard's me. fault. It's my right? keyboard. Okay, so I can blame the keyboard, and I can feel it's, great about myself. Yeah, we've moved uh, on from I, DNS, I, yep. so there we go. I conquered window <laughs> managers, except Sans keyboard. Right. Yeah. If hey, if the window manager just like hooked up to my brain, then I think right. I would I would love it. Coming twenty twenty three. Right. Hey, awesome. Yeah. So wonderful tool. Sounds mm-hmm. like um, built in, and also now that I got my document back up because I lost it. Get over here. Okay. Um. So. Some of the things just stand out other than the the tools, the apps, um, things that stood out to me, um, their website, yeah. uh, I think is phenomenal. Um, what, what really got me is every section you go into. So let's say you're, you're interested. You're like, Hmm, well, let me, let me check out the budgie desktop. Uh, boom, 10 videos, install budgie, how to install the budgie desktop, how to do this, how to, do, how to, blah, 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 blah. oh, oh, you know what? Let me check out Deepin. Oh. How to install the deep? I mean, yeah. there is a video walkthrough on every step of the way, every step, um, and that is just and that takes to get that layout right. To it felt good. So yes. we we were we were joking about some websites yeah. earlier. Uh, Linux Mint no longer holds the crown. Oh, I have found a distro that has uh, that has shown them up. <laughs> oh, uh, I think we need to write Clem. And let him know that he's third place now. I think you need it, to apologize, Joe. I have to apologize to Clem. Uh, Clem, uh, I know you listen <laughs> religiously. So uh, I want to tell you that uh, as bad as the Lime Green website is, I found I found your competition. And they, they <laughs> you have another thing coming, sir. You better look out. These guys got it locked down. We'll, we'll, we'll have to feature them at some point. Yeah, we will. <laughs> We won't out them. We won't out them right nope. now. But uh, because it, for all I know, it's like one guy and a cat and a dog working on this distro. But still, I, I just was like, Dan, look at look at I this, know. Dan. Dan, you'll never we believe. We did like the whole mystery <laughs> science uh, theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could have a whole episode on their website. Anyways, they couldn't host a web episode on their website, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we could we could have an episode about their website. Uh, thank you for all you do, developers. Anyways. Their uh, Telegram community. Oh, also. that's fantastic! Uh, I jumped in there right. Oh my goodness! I, I just a bustling, active yeah. Telegram group, and the 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 developers are in, engaged and involved, and they're not coming back at these uh, their users who are are asking questions. They're not no. coming back like, oh, dummy, it's right here on this link. They're 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 engaged. They're trying to help them. They want it again. That 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 education process here. Let me help you. Let me show you. Um, just, just phenomenal. The, uh, the whole ecosystem around this is, uh, it's just amazing. So, um, some of the, the basic uh, types of the distro, again, we, we've talked a lot about it, but, um, you have this multi-phased approach. So you have the Arco Linux ISO, you have the Arco Linux D. So this is the one where you're going to start. I'm going to say the dinking around. <laughs> 
ISO, <laughs> right? You're going to be dinking around. You're going to be looking around, poking <laughs> buttons, uh, fixing stuff. <laughs> then you have the Arco Linux B, which is the uh, uh, the bring your own uh, Linux. You build your own. And then there's the, uh, eventually, you don't need any Arco Linux because they have worked you into Arch Linux and you'll be going there. So um, the base system, of course, is Arch. Desktop environments, awesome. BSPWM, Budgie, Cinnamon, Deepin, DWN, Gnome, Herbsleft, i3, i Window Manager, JWN, Cody. Cody, you can install Cody straight, straight out of the box. Huh. LXQT, Mate, Openbox, Plasma, Qtile, Spectrum, Window Manager, UKUI, XFCE, Xmonad. That's 21 desktop environments. Hold on. I want, I want to talk about Spectrum real yeah. quick. Because you say that fast and it says Spectrum, but- Oh. Specter Window Manager. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's oh, okay. what I got from it. Specter Wim. Yeah, but yeah. but I swear, were they going for Spectrum? Because I think they nailed oh. it. Yeah, Did I don't know if they were or not, but they definitely. I was thinking Specter. Yeah. I was thinking James Bond Specter. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're right. You're right because it really is Specter WM. Yep. But yeah. I mean, I, I feel like adherents might just say that really quickly and come out with a Spectrum. 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 Yeah. I'm I'm really surprised you didn't go with JWM. Well, I I feel like it would be a little too on the nose. Okay. Joe Window Manager. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh well and, and and as discussed, uh window managers. Not for Joe. Um Yeah. I, I just um again, I applaud you all that have time to learn key combinations. I, I just want to type and click stuff, and and I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that. From from a ripe young age, I'm sure Joe was using a mouse, and you know it it, it was certainly the same for me. And I think that's a big reason why it's so hard for me to get into tiling window manager. You know man. what? Actually, I remember struggling to learn the mouse because like I started on like a a, a Tandy, mm-hmm. um, and it I don't think we it didn't Probably have a not. mouse. Um, it was an early to eighties Tandy, and. It was all keyboard and, you know, you just F1, F2 or whatever mm-hmm. at the top to mm-hmm. get to your file and all that. And then I remember, because I actually, I did um, I did AutoCAD in high school, mm-hmm. no mouse. Yeah, I know. Oh, it wow. It was all command line. So it was at yes. this, this coordinate, yeah. draw a line to this coordinate. You want to talk about some typing, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, no, it, it's not just, it's not just that. It's the, you know what it is? Hey, I tell you I what, was just actually, picking on you. No, I know, but I, but I, I can see. So there are people who um, see what you started, Dan. Well, think about it, Leo. I could I could probably ask you anything about Linux Mint, and you would probably know mostly like where it's at, what it is, what it's doing. Dan, I could do the same thing with LXQT because you guys have spent or are spending a lot of time in that same yeah. environment, and so what I've learned, like. Um, you know, computer kid. I think uh, he's he's big into window manager. I, th- yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think he does a lot of i three. I three, right? And like, so he's a, a younger guy. It's what he's been doing, and I think it's that muscle memory, right? If you learn it, it is. And, and it's it what is. you're and and you're happy. I am. I am like one of those people. I gotta try it all. I'm gonna be on GNOME, and then I'm gonna be on KDE, and then I'm gonna be on Cinnamon Psych. And then I'm going to be on exit. Nope. But I'm going to jump around <laughs> and I'm going to try them all. And uh, so I know enough about all of them. But I, I think window managers require you to really invest and just be, you know. Yeah. Uh, when I get in a GNOME cycle off of KDE, 
like I'm going to be a gnome a little bit going, oh, how, where was this? Where was this? Okay. Yeah. Now I got it. And then I got it after a couple of weeks. KDE, same thing. But I think those, to make those I3 and awesome and all them y- useful, you got to be quick. You got to be good at it. You got to kind of live in it. Dan. Yeah. Plus you're awesome. Yeah. Well, it oh, was awesome. Oh. Yeah. Uh, your file manager is going to depend on your DE for the most part. Uh, whatever you install, package manager. So they're using PayMac uh, as well, just like uh, Manjaro. Oh, cool. And it was even PayMac 10, I think, as of like they were, yeah, they were it was fairly right good. on yeah. the ball. Yeah, it was, it was updated. Uh, kernel currently 5.9, but it's Arch. So hey, by next week when you hear this, yeah, it might be you'll 5.9. Be on 5.10. Yeah. I think it's 5.9.14. Who knows where it'll be by then? Um, and again, your display manager and all that's going to be based on your distribution. And uh, so Arco Linux, you guys, uh, what do we feel? Like um, you lived with it for a month. How'd you settle in? Other than, you know, we, we covered all the main we details, did. but what's your personal take? Like, should this exist? Who's it for? Why is it there? Is it a good thing? Uh, I think it's, what do it's you a fantastic think? thing. Um, we talked about all the obvious, you know, it's great learning experience. Um, but it helps you get on the way so that you can you can get there on your own. I had a great time. I did awesome window manager, and I stuck to the one, uh, me personally. And I think that helped, like you said. You have to spend all, you know some time in it, and I did. I even I even went as far as to just make sure I used my laptop for work and did some home stuff, and I I spent. More time, I didn't bounce systems. Like, I do that a lot, right? I'm bouncing from home desktop to my work desktop to my laptop. It depends on where I'm working. But, like, I tried really hard to just kind of stick to my laptop. And um, I think that helped me get the key bindings better. Um, Awesome. The, The way it's set up in Arco was really good as far as once I learned... You know, super S. That's going to get me my shortcuts. So I had my had my safety net there. Anytime I needed to go look up my shortcut because I couldn't remember it, super S. There, I'm there. And the other thing is with awesome. Hey, you know what super S does in Manjaro? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just, just yeah. Just thought I'd try that. Didn't do anything. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the other great thing about awesome window manager above the other window managers is you have a right click menu and so if you right click on it you've got a menu that you can pull up your you know application that you want to pull up in case you don't remember i got to the point where it was fine like the things i use i could easily use the shortcuts and i also learned rofi i I learned the rofi shortcut yeah yeah what yep did you and theme it? Did you at least theme it? I did theme no, it. No, he was it on. Actually, a, he okay. was on a window right. manager. It didn't matter. I did theme it though. It actually looked oh. pretty nice. I thought. I thought it looked nice. It all looked like a library computer. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I learned the D menu option as well. So that's that's way up at the top bar. Little menu. It's not hey, flashing at all. I've got one of those. And yeah, I agree. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's the same D menu. So that comes from the Suckless tools. Um, and the what? Suckless tools. Suckless? So, yes, that's the name. So they suck less? I, I feel I, like that's what that's they're for. That's the idea. Yes, yeah. That, was that, uh-huh. I mean, did I hear that right? Like so D- suckless? DWM is also from 
the suckless folks. And um, I really got to Google it. Wait, I'm not going to Google that because I, I feel like you, I'll end up. I'll, I'll send you some links, Joe. Just, <laughs> there you just go. Please, could help. you send me some? I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to. That'll help. You, you can click on all my links that I send you. You said it really fast. You know how when somebody doesn't want to hear, like, uh, your mom goes to college. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, but somebody, you know, like, you, you kind of suckless. So I was in the suckless menu, and uh, and then what was that menu? Suckless, and then uh, so I went to the suckless, and then yeah. So I just I was I wanted to make sure I heard the pronunciation of you the uh, the menu. You got Which it, I, man. That's you got that's it. That's absolutely so, yeah. it. So the, absolutely. The, the, you go to the big D menu, and it's yes. suckless. Mm-hmm. Okay, got that's it. what they got tell it. me. Anyway, all right. well, I don't. That's, that was also very helpful. I could pull up any application that I you know was searching for. So, um. Those those things combined actually helped me get where I needed to be, but I've used a tiling window manager a couple of times, so I already had some familiarity there, and, you know... That's why you I, liked it so much. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty you, fantastic. You yeah, charlatan. Super 1, 2, 3, yeah, you know, I'm switching desktops and yeah. got things maximized. I, I don't know. It was just pretty fantastic. I really liked mm-hmm. it a lot. I liked the tools that Arco... Gives you to work with and the theming things, um, you know, like you said, the the ZSH. I actually tried a little bit of that. That was kind of fun. I don't normally use ZSH. I usually use Fish, but hey, it's there. I'm going to try it. And uh, yeah, I liked all the, the add-on tools. They were pretty, pretty cool. Very cool. Leo, how'd you make out? My my main DE was UKUI. So I was juggling UKUI with i3. And every time I got frustrated with i3, I would log out and I would log into UKUI and I'd be like, ah, Windows, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> so UKUI is pretty fantastic. I, I, I know I've been harassing you guys to do uh, Ubuntu Chillin. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It comes up every time, just about. We talk about it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this this was this was my way to cheese it in here. And, it, and I, I really enjoyed it, except for the one time I turned it to Chinese language and could not change it back. So I just read That's the best. I, That's I, the best. I, like, I remember vaguely where I was supposed to go. And I got to the point where I needed to change it back. But English was also <laughs> written in Chinese. So I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know which one was which the, at, at that all. That would have been great to be there when oh, you did my that. God. It's, and so it it's was, fun. It was, it was yeah. humorous for sure. Exactly. But I was like, well, all right, let's hope Whoops. I can at did least get to- Did you just keep to... picking until you got to like a Latin-based language? Well, so you, so you had to log out, out every time. It, it oh, wasn't instant. that's rough. You had to log out each time you just changed reinstall, it. So... Just reinstall. Just yeah, reinstall. By the time forget I logged it. out six times in a row, I probably could have had it half installed. <laughs> oh, so I was like, all right, so as long as I can get to my next cloud instance, I can drag drop some files and just nuke this thing from orbit. So yeah, I did that at least one time. Uh, and so, but but it was good. Outside of that, once I stopped tinkering with the language stuff, um, and this this all spawned because I could not get the clock in a uh, what is it month day year situation mm. right. It's, I think it was uh, year, year, month, yeah. day is the way that they have it. And um, I changed it from 24 hour time to, to 12, 12, you know, because uh, yep. us, us over here in the US just can't handle more than 12. So mm. we just, we just count to 12 twice, right? And that's how we deal with that. But um, so I was changing all of that. Fingers, and, yeah. Yeah, oh, totally. is there another way? Uh, oh, yeah. there's another way. You, you can, if you can count to 24, you can totally tell time like the rest of the world. You got to use your fingers and your toes. See, and then you run out. See, I think that's why we can't do it. <laughs> I know. I can get to 20, but I got two ears and nose and... Well, 
an eyeball. Yeah. The way so. that I handle it is is I, I count to 10 on my fingers, I count to 10 on my toes, and then I count to four more off the Cheetos that I have under my desk. Um, that's that's how I go. handle it. And it's, it's I used to count on my teeth, but I, I had to stop at <laughs> four. <laughs> so but but UKUI was great. I mean it it's exactly what you expect. It's it's built off QT, so it's nice and fast and at least from some of the lower powered hardware will actually run fairly well. Um I, I didn't really have there's really nothing of note that broke except for the language stuff. Um, and everything which else. Which you broke yourself. Yeah, well, you which, yeah which was totally right. my which fault. <laughs> totally my fault. Uh, I did break it another time. And again, my fault. Uh, where, so this is the Arco Linux B ISO. Uh, mm-hmm. I used that and installed what I suspect. I don't actually know how it broke because I rebooted and it was just black. I got nothing, like no grub, no nothing. So Ouch. I think it's because I installed too much on the, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're going through the <laughs> you installer. Went too far. Too, too. I want to see how big I can make this. Yeah. <laughs> you went high score. Yeah. And so I, I checked everything. You know, I was like, I need uh-huh. this, I need this, I need this. So what I think broke it was I had the regular kernel and the LTS kernel. I installed them both. Might not be happy about that. I, I don't know. And then, so although, I, you know what? I, I had to roll back. I, I, I could not boot into the standard 5.9 kernel. Oh, see, okay. mine was the opposite. After the initial update, I had to go. I had to go do the rollback. Uh, every like it updated twice while I was in it. I, I, I couldn't get it to boot. I would just get black screen. Oh yeah, okay. Um, Maybe I had that's to do what the, I ran it, into. It, but in the opposite, because yeah. I was running on the LTS kernel. But what was funny is that I just didn't do the LTS kernel in the second install, and it worked just fine. So okay, but I don't know how I borked it up. But after I stopped playing with it so much, um, it it ran just <laughs> it ran just fine. So yeah. And then with with i3, I mean, I don't know, I've already alluded to it a bunch of times, but uh, I, I just couldn't get into all of the key combos. Uh, there, there are some that I remember, right? Like, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not Windows key, it's Super Key, right? So super Key. Super yeah. Q, I got, I got really quits. into that because that, that yep. quits all your Windows, and I'm, I'm cool with that. I've accidentally hit that a few times, and I'm like, Firefox, no! Yeah, come back, hey, you Firefox. know what Super Q does in Manjaro? What? Nothing. It actually... Does something? Oh, does it? I don't know what I don't know what it is. I thought, I thought you were something. reeling me into that one too. No, well, no, it actually did. Maybe uh, you shouldn't no, be doing up, that uh, right now. Just saying. Well, I, I thought maybe it would yeah, quit my whole it kills uh, audacity. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> oh, it did. No, it didn't. Oh man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're killing Anyways, me. You're just saying these super combos. I just want to try them. So that and that's that's what I kind of expected of coming from yeah. Regolith, but uh, everything else uh, kind of has like a control alt kind of thing going on. But yep. um, also. Uh, the the stacked thing. I thought mm-hmm. now now this is coming from a guy that does not use tiling window manager anything ever. I thought that was a Pop OS thing. Oh no, yeah. no, it comes that, from the tiling window managers. Yeah, right. That this is this is something that's been around for forever, mm-hmm. and Pop OS just happened to add it to their particular tiling window thing. I'm like, oh, so I I get to see. I don't know if, if i3 came up with it or anything like that, but. I got to see that, yeah, this is totally a thing that's been around for forever, and mm-hmm. you can use it as much as you want to right now. And so I did because, uh, Dan, you know, I, oh, man, I was <laughs> I was complaining about things. Yeah, he's like, my windows are so small, I can't see. And I'm like, well. well. <laughs> like when you got four windows up and you're like, you know what, I want to do some Googling, and then you open up a Firefox and it's teeny tiny down there. In the yeah. Corner, yeah. And you're like, how do it's I like, even wait. fix this? And you got to like go to resize mode. And 
for the life of me, I cannot remember who told me how to fix this. I, it may have been in Telegram, and I've lost the message by now. But thank you for telling me how to resize with the keyboard. Because yes. before that, I There's was a key bind get, for that. getting into the resize mode, which I could do with the keybind, but then using the mouse to get to the mm-hmm. edges and like move that around. And I'm like, well, what's the point of that if I'm going to have to go to the mouse <laughs> anyway? And so I learned a lot. And I hate tiling window managers less now well, that's because good. It, it's a. It, it, I think it's mostly just because I've never used them. I'm unfamiliar with them. It's a lot of learning, and so therefore I just don't like them. But um, they grow on me, and I think maybe if I do it again and again and again, uh, I'll I will finally see the light, and maybe maybe one day move over. So convince me, maybe. Okay. But it was good. I, I see the light. It's just. It's just at somebody else's house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't light, need that man. light. I've got, I'm good on my lights. Like, it's a good light. I'm sure. Yeah, I've got it on. So like, I see how it's it's great. Yeah. I've still, just... still got a clapper over here. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> and the lights go off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the best throwback commercials ever. I uh, know. So uh, it sounds like we all, I think, had a good experience overall. Like, I think Absolutely. we. Uh, so I, now I will say, um, going into this, I think you have to appreciate like this is a different animal. It is. If you're, if you're thinking mm-hmm. of trying this and doing this, it, it is again. It's this is not your Pop OS. This is not your Ubuntu. This is this is a different a type of thing you're in embarking on. This is like um, the car that you buy to work on. Like yes. like it's not a hundred percent when you get it. I mean, it, it is right. Like if you go grab one of the B ISOs, I mean, or or even the the main ISO, Can it really be. is. But yeah, this is something that should be a work in progress that you should tinker with. Yes. Yeah, even if you grab the B and you get to a point where you're like, I wonder how you change that. Yes. And you can go get some research done mm-hmm. and figure out how to make it so that it fits you. Exactly. I think they've done a great job. I just really, really am impressed. I um. Uh, uh, I even reached out to Eric uh, and, and let him know so. I, I was just thoroughly nice. It, it takes a lot to. You guys know I'm pretty critical yeah, of, I know. of things. Um, it takes a lot to really, uh, for me to really go like, okay, I, I get this. I'm in. I, I fully appreciate what they're doing, and I, I didn't have anything to pick at. I, I was kind of sad. I, I really, I really, I really had to hide my little inner curmudgeon and just yeah. go, oh, well, you know what? This is just oh, you- really. Dude, really well take, done. I always have something negative to say, but not uh, I, yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I, I not mean, that we want to. Everything negative that happened was my fault. <laughs> right. And and I take great satisfaction in knowing that you were satisfied, trust me, cuz like that's hard. It I just I I really expect a lot um and I want things to be great and I know that's not reality, but I I feel feel like if I always go in that mindset, then I'm not settling and making excuses for things. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm expecting the best of everybody, and you know whatever. This is really good, and, nice. and I, I just I, I'm just really excited to see how it keeps going. And I would love those in our community, anybody who was able to to jump in and, and jump onto Arco, and, and you know give us some feedback. How did it go? What did you, did you learn anything? Are you still going? What phase are you on? Like, yeah. I think there's a lot here, and and there's a lot of and and like I know we say free a lot, but. Like this is a fr- literally a free education yeah. uh, mm-hmm. of of a lot of complicated things that you I spent a lot of time figuring out on my own and figuring out half halfway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is give you a much fuller explanation. Yeah, well, um, 
So this is the part where we usually say, all right, are you going to nuke and pave? Or are you going to hang on to it? I feel like this is a little bit of a different circumstances um, on this one. Um, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong, but what are you guys doing? Uh, is this sticking around at all? What, what, what are your plans with Arco Linux? I'm absolutely keeping this. Absolutely. And uh, I don't say that often, but I'm, I'm keeping this around. I don't think you've said it yet. Maybe not. Didn't he say it to Linux Mint? I thought he did. I'm not sure about uh, that one. That might have lasted two days. Um, I don't think so. But no, I'm keeping this. I'm keeping. I'm. I'm going to continue the learning. I'm going to continue customizing. I'm. I'm having it. Mm-hmm. You're loving that awesome. I am. You? I really That's, am. Are you going to play with anything else? Or are you? Are you sold I on might, awesome? Like, is that your? I really like it. Yeah. Really, really do. That's cool. Yeah, for me, I think it, it, it is that learning tool, right, that I think you can you can use and decide to just leave behind you and then go to Arch or something like that. But this is something that I feel like is so easy for me to, to jump into all of the various different things like i3 and, um, you know, any other tiling window manager. I, I think I'm probably going to stick with i3. So to that end, I'm probably going to keep Arco around so that I can continue to play with i3. And maybe, maybe in a few months, I'll come back and be like, all right, guys, I'm a total convert. Uh, tiling window for the win. But uh, don't, don't bank it. on it. But I am keeping Arco around just so I can try. Very cool. Uh, as I traditionally do, I will keep it around. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're going to have 75 partitions yeah, are you on your hard drive. all of the installs that you have? Because my goodness, you have a lot. I've I've deleted quite a few. I thought actually. for a minute you were just gonna you were just, you just kept them all and kept adding partitions. No, no, to, no. no I, <laughs> I, I think I have. So on my uh, uh, on my laptop, I have I, I partitioned it a certain number of partitions, and then when I get maxed out, I decide okay, who who am I not interested yep. anymore, and and it just replaces the next the next one and replaces that one. So I I usually have ten installed at any given time, roughly, oh. but um. Yeah, sometimes it gets less than that, especially if I'm really disgusted with what I just used. Then it's like, oh, I just out of spite, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a blank space <laughs> on my hard drive instead of your files. So, thankfully, this anyways. doesn't fall into that category. No, I don't think it will. I, actually, this will be my. Um, so I had wiped. Um, I needed. I forget. I needed to pull Endeavor off uh, just because we weren't talking about it. We haven't right. done Endeavor yet, but I had it on there because I like it. This may occupy that space for me for quite a while. Um, cool, cool. I, I, I like it, and I like the tools built in. There's, I think, a lot of, a lot to learn here, and I want to keep keep messing with it. So, hey, but this is totally a way when someone's like, "Hey, by the way, I run Arch." You could be like, "Oh, me too." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too, man. Let me just wipe out where it says Arco real quick, and then I'll send hey, you my little I, picture. I'll show you how to do. Actually, uh, yeah, that was it's, it's uh, right there in the tool. Yeah, uh-huh. that, give you a nice little tool to do that. Yeah. Yep. I don't need to say things like that because my manhood's not tied to my distro. <laughs> oh, snap. I said it. By the way. Housekeeping. 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 No. Housekeeping. No, no, still no. The Linux community has some fantastic members, and we want to make sure to highlight that. In our podcast showcase for this episode... We have something completely different. It's not a podcast. <gasps> what? What? Say what? Yeah, we, this is good, though, guys. We would like to draw your attention to Eric Dubois' YouTube channel. And I'll have a link uh, in, in the show notes. But it's uh, 
youtube.com slash Eric Dubois. At the time of this recording, Eric has 1,784 videos. Wow. 84? He's done two since I He's filled out the doc this afternoon? Since he filled out the doc, Joe. Yep. No joke. <laughs> That's great. And it will continue to change. It's going to be totally wrong by the time you hear this. Oh, my by goodness. By the time I get done you know, speaking, I think it's going to have two more. Yeah. It, and they're not like two-minute videos, mm-hmm. guys. Like no. These aren't. Some of them are length. Some, I mean- some of them are really at depth. It's yeah. it's very good though, and he's got them broken out into different topics. And uh, he does an excellent job in training. Like I said, he teaches you the methods to learn how to research the topic that you're looking for, rather than just you know internet copy pasta. So I, I think I think it's an excellent tool, something to have. I think one of the better things about watching something like that happen in a video is that you can see that it works mm-hmm. instead of reading some text on a blog where it's like, I guess this is going to work. And when it doesn't <laughs> work, you're like, well, what do you do What now? did I do wrong? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, if something in that video is not working for you, then, you know, something important may have changed since then. Look for a more recent one. Yeah. And I would I would venture to say that if you reached out to... Eric and the team there and I said, hey, one for you. I try it. Yeah. yeah. He'd either create you a new video <laughs> or he'd just say, oh, well, that's obviously this. And here's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or here's, where, here's where to go to find the answer. So yeah. yeah. It, it's, excellent pick, Dan. It is excellent. Excellent. They also have some other great community resources that we mentioned, like the Telegram channel and a Discord. And we'll make sure to link those in the show notes. Feel free to send your emails to us contact at linuxuserspace.show. If you like what you hear on this show, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash linuxuserspace. I want to add something to that because I think we forget to tell people. We appreciate everybody who uh, does support us on Patreon and that we don't forget to say that. But some it's maybe not um, possible for everybody because maybe that's not what you do. But if you do value what we're doing here, tell someone. That is very helpful. Share. Share our podcast or, or invite others to our Telegram group. That's something that's that's very helpful to us. Uh, it gets the word out, gets our, our name out there a little more. And uh, again, it's also, uh, I would consider that a, a healthy contribution as well. So thanks to all of you supporting us. Yeah, true open source um, contribution right there. Make sure to it's share. Like it's, it's like a community or something. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Which brings us to the next topic. Head on over to our Telegram group. and. Join our community and continue the conversation over there. Yeah, linuxuserspace.show slash telegram. All serious all the time. We're no jokes sometimes allowed. pretty far from serious, but that's okay. <laughs> we do enjoy every one of you. Absolutely. Lastly, don't forget to rate this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast application and like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. You can always get more information at our website. LinuxUserspace.show This is App Focus, where we focus on things that are apps. That happen to be apps. Should I shake yeah, it up that. too? We just don't do an app this time? Be like, this is the App Focus, but we're going to focus on a distro. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we could. I'm fine with everything. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, do whatever it. you want. That, it's your spot. That distro is Plex. Oh, wait, that's not a yeah. distro, that's an app. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> the, the whole reason 
that we bring this one up in the first place is because it, it's, it has a callback to the last episode with Cody, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many yeah. times the word Plex came up when we weren't talking about <laughs> Plex. But um, We got to give it a shout. But yeah. in, in the spirit of learning, this is one of the apps that I can trick people into running, but secretly forcing them to learn how to Linux at the mm. same time. So I, I get all the time. Uh, well, I mean, one one thing that I know, one thing that I have learned over, uh, I don't know, however long I've been teaching people, is that if there's no real motivation, not not like me cracking a whip motivation, but motivation inside of you driving you to learn something, you're not going to do it. Or if you do do it, it's going to be incomplete. So what I have found is that if you put a little carrot on a stick and say, hey, I've got this one thing that will teach you how to run basically your own Netflix, uh, you know, with your own content and all that stuff. Uh, but you got to do it on Linux. You you end up with people that know a lot about Linux by the time they are done because you have to format disks and mount them in the right spot. And anyway, so I'm getting off on a tangent, but that's the idea, right? In the interest of learning, Plex is a fantastic learning tool. So what is it? It's basically Netflix and Spotify and live TV broadcast and podcasts all wrapped up into one app that you can run yourself. I don't know how much you like to self-host your own stuff, but I do. And my SSD is dead to prove it. So <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get over this SSD. It's dead. Oh, and I haven't even been able to console it. It's just mm-hmm. over there in the next room, lying there. Rip SSD. Mm. You will be missed. It, it, I, I haven't even replaced. brought down that server to take it out or oh I'm so sad. Anyway, mm. anyway, Plex doesn't live on that disc, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But uh why why do you want it? It's so you can have access to your own content. You don't have to shuffle through your DVDs anymore. You might have to, you know, go get yourself something like MakeUpKV so you can rip all those DVDs and put them on Plex. But that's what it does. It'll serve up all your stuff. And you don't have to pay a penny for them to, when you go on a trip, you know, after all of this is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. You go on a trip, you go somewhere, and you pull out your phone, and you try to open up Plex, and you're like, oh, no, I'm not at my hat. Wait a minute. There it is anyway. Exactly. Yeah. They do a proxy service for you so that you can get your videos wherever you are, regardless of wherever you are. You know, as long as your Plex machine is on the internet and you are on the internet, you have access to your library. That is fantastic. So it'll do music as well. Um, I've, I've got a huge stack of old CDs that, that are nice and compressed in a closet. Yeah. I don't know, uh, if you lived around the whole CD era, but you remember those folders where they had like Mm -hmm. 244 CD slots and yeah, I've got one of those. (laughs) All that music though is digitized and in Plex. So, and it's all super high quality, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's, it's nice and fantastic. And I have all of my stuff at, at, not even arm's length, right? So as long as I have my phone or a laptop or any any computing device in front of me, I can get access to it, right? If it runs an app or runs a browser, you can get Plex. So that that's just that's just something that's fantastic uh, about it. So I've I've got more, but y'all use it, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. ooh. So so what 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 do you guys actually have on it? So I've had, I think I'm on like my third iteration of Plex server. My first go attempt at it was, uh, I think it was on 
I think it was on FreeNAS. Free, FreeNAS is built off of BSD. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, I had built a, um, I had a box. It's TrueNAS Core, sir. I've been corrected. Yeah, whatever. Yes. Yeah, it was I have been NAS corrected a half dozen times now, and it will always be FreeNAS to me, and I will never, I will never change that. <laughs> it's 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 hard to break old habits, yeah. It is, it is. Quite a few years ago, uh, I did do a free NAS box, uh, and uh, I had it sitting up in the living room. It's great. Um, I I wanted to get away from the like the whole jails thing is not native to me. It just, uh, anyways, I got it set up. It was running, and it is one of those things where you just let let it alone, and I just mm-hmm. never touched it again. And it ran for a couple of years. Then I think I had a USB drive fail because it was on a usb drive mm, that's uh, how you do free nas yeah yep yeah and um it, it failed and i was like you know what i'm gonna turn this into a uh, linux server so i've got it now currently running um actually sitting next to me uh on the floor um running with uh, ubuntu 20 2004 mm-hmm. and running great and uh, plex uh, runs awesome on there installs pretty simply now uh, these days it just i think is it the snap the snap is easy to snap. do. There's a snap. snap is easy, man. Like you just snap install all that Plex, sucker yeah. and it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is absolutely yeah. done. Plex has their own um, repo. They they manage all they of that. Yeah. So that's just how I handle it. Yeah, really easy. But uh, what's on there is my collection of movies. So everything that I've ripped, you know, DVD wise or whatever that we keep. Um, I I made the joke. I think when we were talking about this a couple of days ago. Like a lot of it, I find is on Netflix or yeah. on no, it Amazon is. these days. It so is. the kids might go there first. But there are some things that are not. I have a lot of old westerns and just uh, yep. you know a big big movie buff growing up. I have not been able to find Gremlins anywhere except for on my box. Uh, see, oh, well, yes, yeah, that's exactly. nice. And that's um, a Christmas so yeah. movie, y'all. It's like that's one of the right, best Christmas movies. <laughs> you know, that one never gets talked about as a, I think, uh, Home Alone and, and now Die Hard. Well, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard's talked about one. a lot, but uh, yeah. I, I, Unconventional I Christmas movies, but Christmas movies nonetheless, and Plex saves the day. Yeah, just no water. Can't drink any water. No. Don't, don't put water on your Plex server either. Don't feed them after midnight either. Yeah, not not yeah. before midnight either. Yeah. Uh, just no water for Plex. Just no. But that's how I use my Plex. I don't I don't use it outside of the house. We use it just locally. Um, I I never did uh, set up Plex Pass. I should have done it when it was like a buck. I don't know. I, I feel like it was so much. It was cheaper, cheaper back yeah. then. And I'm like, ah, it's fine. My internet's not fast enough. And then one day I had fast enough internet. Oh, I, like, oh, I should have done yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but uh, that's the way I use it. We use it for movie night and. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So beyond the movies and uh, the music that you guys are doing, I use it for my podcast now. And that sounds strange, right? I mean, why do I need to get a podcast app? No, I let Plex do that. Here's why. I can play it on my computer. I can get it started and I can get in the car. I can start. I can continue to play on my phone. I can get to work and, and then I can pick it up on my work desktop, and it'll ask me if I want to resume where I left off every time, and I can move from device to device, and uh, yeah, I don't have to worry about, oh, I was at 18 minutes and 10 seconds on that device. No, it just picks it up for me. It's it's fantastic for that. Fancy. That's that's one You're thing fancy. that I have been playing with actually doing. Um, 
And I think I'm convinced I, I, that that was the last little bit that I needed because I, I'm in a situation where all of my stuff is disparate. Like none of it will mm-hmm. talk to each other as far as podcasts go on on the phone. It's Apple. So there's, you know, their podcast app. And then on Linux, there's about seven gajillion different podcast app that don't there's, talk to each other. Yeah. And then I've got Windows and half as the well. Time don't and, talk to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and none of that talks to each other. None of it. So as far as podcasts go, I've got nothing. And Plex is the only thing that I have across all of those devices, and it would solve the problem for me. So I've gotten think, close yeah. with a couple other things, but Plex is, I feel like, the best for me. So I, I think you'll have a good time with it. I'll dive in and definitely try that out. So there's, um, Joe alluded to it earlier, the Plex Pass. It gives you a lot of cool stuff. I, I did get in on one of those cool things. Uh I think for me, it was like out of season. It wasn't even like Christmas time or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I just got an email one day because I had had a Plex account for a long time and they were like, hey, half price. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. So uh, so I picked it up. I think it was like 70 bucks. Um, And you get a lot of cool stuff like uh, Tau Thule. I forget what it used to be called, but it was that it was the server monitor Plex thing. And they they do that for you. It's called Plex Dash, just a little app that you install on your phone and you see all the stats, who's been watching, how long they've been watching, when did they do it, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Um, uh, CPU stats, memory stats, everything, everything you want to know about how your Plex server is dealing. I like dashboards. Yeah. <laughs> and th- their dashboard's actually kind of pretty. Nice. So they, they've they got to win right there. So you can see some of that stuff, I think, without paying for it but mm-hmm. um you get a ton of information if you do um hardware transcoding i don't have an extra video card that i can throw in there for this kind of thing but you get the ability to do that and as i was talking about in the last episode the um the hapage thingamajig where you can do the live tv thing gotta pay for that so yeah lucky me lyrics and visualizers and plex amp app for music listening um you can record the tv and my favorite favorite feature is on a TV show that starts up and it's during the intro. Mm. It's got that Netflix skip intro button. Yep. So Mm -hmm. skip it, fast forward straight to the show. Easy, easy, easy. And 4K support. Um, Oh, oh, oh. And the ability to sync stuff to your device. So if you're offline, that's nice. But anyway, this is not a commercial, but uh, yeah, that's some, it's just some cool stuff. One of the other things I really like about Plex is sometimes you uh, might have pulled a DVD or some or Blu-ray and it's in like, you know, 75.3 surround ultra sound. <laughs> and then you go to listen to it and you're stuck in like five years ago and you've got a 5.1 or you're on a stereo mm-hmm. and the, the, the talking, oh, you can't hear the talking the channel. over the mm-hmm. explosions that are happening. It, it will allow you to go in there and say, hey, amplify the talking. Nice. Um, or or convert this to stereo. Uh, nice. I, I just want it in stereo channel. And that's that that's important because there's nothing worse than having to go down, up, down, up, oh my, down, yes. up during your movie so because it gets, times. it gets so loud during the action scenes and then it you can't hear anybody talking during the, the quiet scenes because you don't have that settled if you don't have the center yeah, I've got a sound mm-hmm. bar, man. That's yes. two point zero right. speakers. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got bar. no choice, yep. man. Make give it stereo right. or nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lady cylinder in my mm-hmm. uh, living room now that is does like virtual bounce off the walls and reads the room and 
actually, I haven't had to do that anymore. I was, I've been very, very impressed with this speaker um, that I have hooked up to my TV system now. So it did take away a little bit of that problem, but nice. soundbar in the bedroom. And when we're watching TV in there, I have the same problem. So yep. nice. Plex for the win. Absolutely. Coming up next time, we are going to explore the distro for January. Mac OS Big Nope. I thought you said Solaris. Solar Sol Sol you Sol use Sol you Sol. You got an extra letter in that, Leo. Solus Solus Solus. We're gonna play with Budgie next month. So join us. Uh, hit us up in Telegram. Tell us uh, what you think of it. Tell us. Be honest. Let us know. Don't get banned for seventeen years. Tell us what you think about Solus. Uh, we'll be going into that in the upcoming month. And in our next episode, which will be uh, on uh, various subjects, we will be talking about, hopefully, things you want to hear. See you next time. Well, that's our show, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening and for your support. Where can we find you fine folks at? You can find me at Leo Chavez on Twitter. You can find me at KC2BEZ. And you can find me at Jojo Fett pretty much anywhere. I'm available. We'll see you guys next time in the Linux user space. Yes, go for the second one. I'll forget we have it. And I'll I'll line up on the first one, and Dan will be running over people again. I'll just run over everybody. Yep. Okay. It'll be you like uh, the movie Tenet. You guys seen that yet? No. <sighs> I'm not. Let me tell you. Let me tell okay. you. Okay, you can. Uh, I'll let you. Go ahead. It's, yeah, uh, please tell us. Wait yeah, on it's you. A, um, it's a mind boggler. Like, I, I feel like you've... I uh, uh, was the one where they would go into the different levels of like consciousness oh uh inception inception do you see inception mm-hmm. no it's been a while it's, it's, it dan, sounds very strange dan have you seen a movie dan have you seen how yeah. the west was won <laughs> how about <laughs> greece the, the, the bad and the ugly <laughs> yeah d- d- no you she wore go the word. yellow ribbon I've, dan like, I, yeah i've anything? seen those stagecoach yeah okay. 50 shades of gray Ooh. dan look. i've heard of that Dan, I just want to say... He's only up to 49. When I first met you, <laughs> everything about you screamed pop culture. Really? No. Not I don't all. think so. <laughs> <laughs> now I... I think you read me wrong. I'm slow, I, I think I read you correctly. Pop, <laughs> pop and culture didn't, didn't go... No. It's, it's all the no. Marvel posters that you've got up behind you, Dan. Yeah. The Star yeah. Wars. At least there's a Star Wars. There's I'm a Vader poster. And that that's not even a... Is that a movie one or a game one? That's a movie one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's episode Dan's, three. Dan's ah. like, there have been nine movies made in the history of mankind. Episode well, one you know, through all right, nine. So Star Trek, <laughs> I've watched... I'm really more of a Star Trek fan, actually. Really? Yeah. Star Trek is good.